Direct Primary Care, why Consumer Reports Magazine says it's a top five money move for 2019. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about direct primary care and how it can save you money and improve your satisfaction with health care on Access Health Radio. And I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. We'd like to take a moment to thank the companies that support Access Health Radio. Uh, we'd like to show our appreciation to Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They are a mail order company that mail orders generic prescriptions directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower than even the big box stores. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. That's M-A-R-L-E-Y-D-R-U-G.com. Dr. Forrest, if people want more information after the show, maybe they want to find out more information about your direct primary care practice, where can they go to find that? Well, after the show, if they want to find out about our practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. If they'd like to send some general non-emergent medical questions and possibly have those answered on the show, uh, they can send an email directly to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. And if they miss the show or they want to repeat it or let somebody else uh, listen to it, uh, they they can go to an on-demand podcast at wptf.com. And we will also provide links to that on our landing page at accesshealthradio.com. Now, Dr. Forrest, you are a modest guy, and I know you do not toot your own horn enough. So I'm going to toot it for you for just a second. You were the first direct primary care family practice in the country, and that was uh, going on, what, 19 or 20 years ago, I'm thinking now? I think it was about 18, going on going on 19. Okay. Yep. So you were the first. You were the trailblazer. Uh but can we step back a moment and let our listeners know exactly what direct primary care is? Because it's starting to pick up some momentum really now. And I think people may be hearing about it, but they don't know exactly what it is. And why did you do this? Why did you go into this model of care? Well, you know, let's talk about the why first, um, because there always has to be a, a reason for anything. And, you know, the why was that uh, I was in Winston-Salem working about 19 years ago and realized that something was just wrong with the way patients were being treated in the primary care setting. They had long waits. They had very rushed, um, short visits. And the doctor had to spend more time on making sure that all the right boxes were checked for the insurance company, that they had almost no time to really spend answering patient questions or talking with them about ways to make them as healthy as possible. Instead, the only way for doctors to get such a through such a busy schedule was to just refill people's medication and send them out the door. And, you know, practice managers often forced physicians to see many more patients per day than they really should because it was the only way to keep the practice in business. And I had a real crisis of conscience because I wanted to provide better customer service. I wanted to spend more time with my patients and focus on what they needed and their care rather than what the insurance company wanted me to do. And I've always wanted to take as good a care of any patient as I would my own family. And the traditional system just did not allow me to do that. Instead of focusing on what the patient sitting in front of me needed, I was always forced to focus on what the insurance company wanted to get paid. And often this was a real conflict of interest. You know, I also saw that patients without insurance often got charged more instead of getting a discount. Apparently our, you know, our insurance contracts where I was working at the time actually had a clause that required us to charge more to somebody who came in without insurance than someone that did have it. 
And to me, this seemed backwards. And I wanted to give uninsured patients and people with less money a way they could actually afford their primary care. So, you know, my initial goal was to create a practice specifically for those people where I would feel like I could provide them the best ethical care possible, even if I made less money. And I sort of took the idea of a gym membership and the concept of what's called a micro practice and combined the two together to create what's what's come to be known as direct primary care. Um, you know, I have not taken a dime from an insurance company in 18 years. And all of my patients or their employers just pay for a membership fee. And that allows them to be seen at our office anytime they want. Um, the fee is, is you know, very reasonable. Uh, it's less than $65 a month. And we don't charge any members for things like EKGs, cholesterol tests, pap smears, hemoglobin A1Cs, thyroid panels, or really almost anything they need for their routine care. So if one of our patients came in and needed a strep test, that would be no charge. And if somebody came in and needed a cholesterol panel, we wouldn't charge for that. Um, and that just makes it work really well. And we're able to schedule hour-long visits and offer same-day appointments since we only schedule eight people per day. And I absolutely love practicing this way. And I think it's the best the best way to understand it is just to think about a gym membership for healthcare. When you go in the gym, they don't charge extra for each dumbbell you lift. In the same way, we don't charge, you know, if we spend extra time or do extra tests or that kind of thing, or even for flu shots. We even do the flu shots included in your membership. So um, that's really, you know, how it came about for me. And I've just loved practicing that way for uh, almost 19 years now. And apparently your patients love it too. You're sort of turning healthcare, uh, you know, on its ear, and patients are responding now. With only five top smart money moves for 2019, why did Consumer Reports say that switching to a direct primary care physician was one of those top five? Well, I'm gonna, you know, quote directly what the article says, and according to the article in Consumer Reports. Joining a direct primary care medical practice could save you money on primary care. Um, the article goes on to say that direct primary care services can be cost-effective and convenient for people uh, with chronic health problems that need close monitoring, such as people with diabetes, high cholesterol, and high blood pressure or hypertension. Uh, the article also says that joining a direct primary care practice could cost less than using the coverage provided by a traditional insurance plan, which might surprise people. Uh, so it is important just to be sure that you're covered also by a comprehensive plan for extensive care. You know, say you need to go to the hospital or something like that. You need some type of a, you know, catastrophic insurance for that. But just the DPC part itself can save you money, especially compared to the cost of a traditional insurance plan. And, you know, direct primary care is not a form of insurance or a replacement for it. Um, and it will not cover hospitalization or surgery or emergency services like that. It really works best as an add-on to an existing health plan. And in fact, DPC practices generally encourage you to make sure you've got coverage. And, and most I know will encourage you to pair your membership with an insurance plan. Um, and the ones that work the best in terms of cost are the high deductible, low premium ones. And that covers things such as hospitalizations and surgery and those type things. All right, it's time now for our Access Health Tip of the Week. 
Many people spend more than $7,000 per year on their health care costs. Did you know that the average direct primary care patient spends less than $1,000 on their primary care services and can combine that with a less expensive health plan since they have taken care of the primary care component? Uh, with a health plan like MediShare or Samaritan or Liberty Share, they could save over $4,000 per year on total out-of-pocket costs for health care. So direct primary care even eliminates copays and helps reduce medication costs as well. So, you know, I think uh, we'll stick with Consumer Reports recommendation as a top five <laughs> money move. Uh, get yourself a direct primary care doctor in 2019. I can't wait to uh, get my hands on a copy of that issue. I believe it came out in November. Is it that was right? the end of November 2018. Yes. Okay, I'm going to get my hands on that. I want to take a look at it after the break. We'll be talking more about why Consumer Reports magazine named switching to a DPC practice. As as one of the five smart money moves you could make for 2019 and how they think it can revolutionize healthcare. Dr. Forrest will share some amazing direct primary care statistics and he'll also have the Access Health Trivia of the Week coming up. Welcome back. This is Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest, and I'm Mike Davis. We're talking about direct primary care today. Consumer Reports says it's a top five money move for smart money in 2019. So, Dr. Forrest, what do you think could happen with out-of-pocket cost, patient satisfaction, and level of customer service for patients if more practices actually adopted direct primary care as a model? I think that many patients' expectations of what primary care can be has really declined over the years. And, you know, with direct primary care, people will get more of that Marcus Welby experience of the past. I know I'm dating myself somewhere. Uh, but, <laughs> I know who but, you're talking about. But, uh, you know, more of that, that really idealized healthcare like the Marcus Welby days where, you know, they have a doctor they can access easily that's almost part of the family that they know well and trust and who makes them the top priority, you know, rather than their insurance. And, you know, patient satisfaction scores are consistently higher when they go to direct primary care practices. Not only that, the doctor satisfaction scores are much higher as well. And that really can only be good for patients when physicians are actually enjoying their taking care of patients. When you when you say Marcus Welby, it makes me think of uh, the health care that my parents talked about. Small town doctor that everybody knows. You know, it's that, right. kind of that feeling. It, yeah. it is. Access health trivia of the week time. So some trivia statistics on direct primary care this week. Uh, direct primary care has been shown to reduce hospitalization of patients by 60% and cut down on the number of people having to go to the emergency room by 65%. And the increased availability of direct primary care doctors and the more time they have with patients to optimize their care has been shown to improve outcomes for chronic diseases like high blood pressure, diabetes, and heart disease. And by some estimates, the average cost for this care is 80% less than in the traditional fee-for-service insurance model. What are some things that you really want folks to take home to remember about direct primary care? Well, first of all, you know, it, it is really rewarding and exciting to me uh, to have Consumer Reports magazine name, uh, you know, going to a direct primary care physician or switching to a direct primary care physician as a smart money move for 2019. 
uh, especially since it is a relatively new practice model. You know, currently only about five to seven percent of physicians in the entire country practice some form of it. And, you know, direct primary care uh, that makes physicians work for their patients uh, rather than the insurance companies. And it allows more time with those patients, uh, you know, easier access to appointments, shorter wait times. And again, it's been shown to have higher levels of customer service and patient satisfaction. Now, one distinction I want to make is sometimes people get direct primary care confused with concierge medicine, and they are not the same thing. Concierge practices typically charge over $100 per month for similar levels of care, but they also bill insurance on top of that monthly fee, where direct primary care uh, practices do not bill anything to anybody. Uh, It's just a membership fee, and your insurance never gets a bill. And this does not mean that insured patients are not good for direct primary care. In fact, most of my patients uh, that are in the direct primary care model have insurance or Medicare and find often that it's less expensive to come to our office than going to a practice that files their insurance where they have to pay a copay. So, you know, patients with deductibles over $1,000 almost always come out less expensive out of pocket than if they went to a practice that took their insurance um, but hadn't met their deductible yet. So lastly, you know, I think a consideration for for folks that are, you know, hearing about direct primary care maybe for the first time and, you know, maybe they're frustrated by, you know, what they've seen in healthcare where they've they've had to wait for an excessively long time and, you know, then their physician seems like they can only spend 5 minutes and in those 5 minutes the physician spending all their time typing in the computer and and putting in insurance codes and things like that. Um, if you're somebody who's seen that Um, and you want a physician that works for you where you're the customer and not the insurance company and a physician who's really looking out for your best interest, um, then direct primary care might be right for you. Um, Or, you know, know, the the alternative is you can have a physician that's pressured by insurance companies to prescribe, you know, everything that's cheaper for the insurance company, the treatments that are cheaper for the insurance company. And obviously in that model, they typically don't have as much time. So uh, I think in direct primary care, physicians have realized they cannot serve two masters and it's really better to serve the patient. More on direct primary care with Dr. Brian Forrest right after this on Access Health Radio. Welcome back to Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Forrest, the leader, the trailblazer, some 19 years ago in direct primary care, and that's what we're talking about today with him. So, Dr. Forrest, if people listening want to take Consumer Reports Magazine advice, and the smart money move for health in 2019, how would they go about doing that? Well, first, they can look for a direct primary care physician near them. Um, We will link to some resources uh, on our website on how to find a DPC doctor at accesshealthradio.com. But they can even download a free app on their phone Uh, to find some of these. They can simply go to the iTunes store, for example, and type in access uh, as one word, healthcare as one word, and then direct as one word. So access, then healthcare direct. And the app should pop right up. And it's a free app, and it has a DPC doctor finder on it. So they can look state by state. They can click on a state, and they can see the, the physicians in their state. 
And the next thing they should do is most direct primary care practices, unlike the insurance model, put all of their pricing online and make it completely transparent so you can see exactly how much they charge, exactly what the bill's going to be. And then by perusing those websites and looking at the cost, you can find a practice that seems to fit you the best. A lot of times after people have had direct primary care for a year or so, they may decide that they could actually lower their insurance cost if they changed to a plan um, that had a lower premium because they just don't need a higher premium plan coupled with DPC. And then they can go for a higher deductible catastrophic type policy. So once somebody's done all that, uh, you know, theoretically, they've made one of the top five smart money moves for 2019, according to Consumer Reports. One of the things our radio show tries to do is help our listeners become educated health consumers and help them to get the best bang for their health care dollar. Uh, and so I, I do encourage people, they can actually look online. If they, if they don't subscribe to Consumer Reports, uh, they can actually go on Google and just put in uh, Consumer Reports Direct Primary Care 2018, and the article about top five uh, money moves for 2019 will probably pop right up there. Um, and uh, they can read about what we're talking about. But uh, I'm very excited to have been part of direct primary care for all these years. And the number of physicians is growing, Mike. It's, uh, it's really astounding. You know, uh, 19 years ago, there was one. And uh, up until about 2005, there were less than a dozen. And now we're looking at thousands and thousands of physicians across the country that have switched to this model. And there's one uh, survey from a company called Accenture, uh, they surveyed over 100,000 physicians, and that survey said that for uh, physicians that were independent, meaning they weren't owned by a hospital system, that up to 33% of those physicians planned on going into a direct primary care practice in the next year. Uh, there's another survey I actually saw in Physicians Practice Magazine that said over half of all physicians that are independent are expected to go into a direct primary care model within the next two years. So uh, I do think it's something that uh, people are going to become more aware of. I think finally it's starting to get some some public interest. I mean, now we have a mainstream publication like Consumer Reports uh, talking about this is one of the ways to make your health care dollars, especially for primary care, go the furthest, you know, regardless of the type of insurance you have. So I think we're going to see more and more of that, uh, you know, in the year to come. And I, I'm just uh, very rewarded and honored to be a part of it uh, and love that we can do that for our patients. And, and I might add, you're not just looking for patients for yourself here. In fact, I don't think – are you even taking new patients right now? You know, I, I've i been really full for several years uh, of patients, and typically I only accept new patients at my practice, uh, for me personally, that are friends or family members of existing patients. Um, on the other hand, uh, we do have other physicians at our office that are accepting new patients. So if somebody's looking for a direct primary care uh, physician and they live in Apex, well, we can accommodate that. Uh, but again, you can uh, use that iTunes app, uh, which I think you can also download on uh, Google or the Google Store, mm -hmm. um, and just search Access Healthcare Direct, and you'd be able to find you know, hopefully a direct primary care doctor near you. I think in North Carolina now, we're up to about 45 practices uh, in our state, and it's growing pretty steadily. So hopefully there's uh, one of those located near you.
And uh, you can find out more information about Dr. Forrest's practice. Uh, just go to accesshealthradio.com, and there's links all there. That's all the time we have for this week, by the way, Doc. We That's covered right. A lot. That concludes our show, and hopefully you're going to be able to use this information to be a better healthcare consumer. Our scripture this week is from Matthew 6.24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.